remember on the Chappelle show when he was talking about Tupac, he made a song. <laughs> he's all the, the song, song was, was made in 94. The song was made in 94. <laughs> but he's George. singing about like current day stuff. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, that's not your wife. <laughs> <laughs> the song was made in 94 the song was made in 94 <laughs> and the t- and the, the dj's all r.i.p tupac yeah <laughs> chappelle's looking around like wait what ladies and gentlemen my name is scott hey yo is that his younger brother it's gonna be jeff the queen Rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Each sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 413 of the fully posable wrestling figure podcast longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today my name is jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother not storyline brother scott scott say hello hello scott what's going on dude oh uh, let's see it's weather time with scott it's weather time with scott <laughs> you thought i was gonna go weather huh that was i thought you were gonna go weather i think it's a it's a frosty 55 degrees outside right now i'm looking at my computer screen and it says it's a, a frosty 55 degrees. Uh, my computer says LA Lakers versus Minnesota live quarter two. Doesn't give me the weather. I hope Minnesota's winning. <laughs> I don't like anything about LA right now. Yeah, but Minnesota doesn't have an in-season tournament champion banner hanging from their Raptors <laughs> now, do they? The IST, man. Holy crap. Wait, in-season. Oh, ISC, in-season champions or whatnot. <laughs> Whatever. It was ridiculous. Here, how about this? In-season tournament. How about this? We're going to give these multi-multi-billionaires, we're going to give them even more money for winning an in-season tournament. Yeah, that makes sense. I got an idea. Why don't you just pass it off to charity? Why doesn't Hmm. each player just be like, I'm playing for this charity, and my winnings are going to go to this? You know who would do that, Jeff? You know who would do that? Us. Steve well, Hoker specifically is uh, yeah Steve Hoker is the, the person that would absolutely do that. But yeah, I think it's I was reading some interviews with some of the players because again I don't really follow basketball, but I was kind of chuckling because people are giving the Lakers a really bad time for hanging up that banner. Um, <laughs> they said it was more about the guys on like the lower level contracts, like kind of like your bench players, like they get a good cut of money. So like the the star players, like LeBron for example, like they wanted to win it for those guys. Well, that's fine. I get that. But I mean, even those lower bench players are going to still make a good amount of coin, you know? Now, granted, yeah. who knows if they're going to even be on the team. They can get replaced in a second. Yeah, or yeah, go to the G League. Like, who knows? Like, right. they could be on a 10-day contract, but we won that in-season tournament. Yeah, boy. <laughs> but I would like to see them give their winnings to charity. Some of the big-name players might have. Who knows? We don't know. But, like, how about this? Just do 25 50% of the winnings go to charity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for that. Then I'm all in favor of an in-season tournament. But then, oh, what's LeBron James? Oh, it's a, another $500,000. I mean, you know, he sneezes that in two seconds, dude. Yeah, he's going to open another Blaze pizza? Like, come on. <laughs> come on now. Well, please. Hopefully we'd open one out here. I need one out here. <laughs> you love Blaze. I do love Blaze. You hate LeBron, but you love Blaze pizza. Yeah. It, it doesn't have LeBron's name attached to it. What about Papa John's with Shaquille O'Neal? You like Shaq? 
I've never tried Papa John's. Okay. Uh, you're not missing much. Papa John's is okay. I actually had it over the weekend. Okay. And again, folks, this is a wrestling figure podcast. <laughs> Just sometimes we go off the rails a little bit and we kind of discuss things. Um, we had Papa John's pizza on Sunday. Uh, we had drank the night before, went to a company Christmas party, had a blast. Uh, feeling it the next day. So uh, we did uh, Papa John's and Shannon's on Keto's. She got wings. Peyton got wings. And I got the shakaroni pizza, okay. which is basically like a supersized pepperoni pizza, shakaroni. And it's good. I, I enjoy it. And people have said that Papa John's sauce is sweeter, which I would agree with when you have other pizza chains, you notice a difference with Papa John's sauce. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit on the sweeter side, uh, but it's, it's okay. It's not my favorite chain pizza, but it's okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's decent. I would recommend just trying it. All right. I have, like everybody I've heard said it was like gross and it was like cardboard and it's not gross. No, it's definitely little Caesars is gross. Little how, Caesars is an abomination. How dare you? Their crazy bread's good. How dare you? Don't you knock their pizza? Little look, it's not the the pizza by the foot like they used to have. Okay, <laughs> it's nowhere near what that was. That square pizza they had that was in a big cardboard sheet with a paper bag over it. Right. That was delicious. <laughs> little Caesars nowadays, garbage. Gar. It's the Chick Fil A of pizza places, Jeff. How dare you? How. <laughs> dare you <laughs> i can hear the pitchforks being picked up the torches <laughs> being lit marching towards scott castle chick-fil-a is delicious how dare you really i love their grilled nuggets dude don't get me started on those i could eat those like 20 at a time okay but that's not the breaded right that's like it's grilled just grilled chicken yeah y- you can't really screw up grilled chicken where they go overrated is their chicken sandwich Pitchforks are being picked up right now. I can hear it. That's fine. I, I will deflect all blows with my Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> and I will enjoy every bite as I'm fighting the masses. Well, April 5th, 4 p.m. Big Life Meetup 3 in Philadelphia. Two days after Jeff's birthday. Yes, it is two days after my birthday. TBD on location. We're still working that out right now, but April 5th, 4 p.m. It will be somewhere between WrestleCon and the arena where SmackDown will be at. That is April 5th at 4 p.m. We're going to have games. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have a bunch of stuff. Nate's going to do a bunch of trivia. Nate is? Yeah, I'm volunteering him for that. He doesn't know about it. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Uh, Surprise. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Nate. You got to come up with like a gazillion questions. (laughs) Enough trivia to fill at least two hours, sir. Right, exactly. Uh, there will be, hopefully there will be drinks be drinking out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinks will be drunk. And hopefully some Philly cheesesteaks will be eaten. Right down the hatch, yes. Right down the hatch. Yep, no chewing, just straight down. Bloop. So April, April 5th, 4 p.m. And if you want to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.com. Net, you can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send on over to Fully Posable, WFP at gmail.com. We gotta have some amazing prizes at that meetup in Philadelphia. Hmm, like a lock of Hulk Hogan's remaining hair. 
I thought he was like Stone Cold Bald. No, 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 no. He's still got a little back there, like just kind of hanging. Oh, uh, or Brett Michaels hair. <laughs> <laughs> For a fig life meetup. Why not? Here's, here's, here's Brett Michaels hair, guys. Yeah. Enjoy. I, None of you know who Brett Michaels is, but here's some of his hair. Oh, dude, there are a lot of people that know who Brett Michaels is. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Hmm. We have a lot of hair metal fans listening to the show. Yeah. People loved when you did Aquanet Minute. Really? I forgot all about that. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Brett Michaels, he was lead singer Kiss. But he did not become an avatar, Jeff. <laughs> God damn it, Kiss. God damn you. <laughs> By the way, there's a guy at my gym that used to be in an 80s uh, hair metal cover band. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean used to be? What happened to the band? Uh, the band broke up because the drummer did a bunch of drugs. Sounds like an 80s band. Right on. Yeah, like they lived the gimmick. Well done. <laughs> they fell into the trap of era. So yeah, dude. <laughs> right on. He's like, I love Nikki Six, and then went and did what he did, and that was that. So, anyways, yeah, I thought that was hella funny because I went up to him. I was all, dude, do you know who uh Sebastian Bach is? And he goes, dude, I love 80s hair metal. I used to be a uh in an 80s hair metal cover band. So, anyways, that That's started awesome. I would have gone to see him. I would have too, dude, but We've all got that music that's like chicken soup for the soul. And that's it for me. It's 80s hair metal. Anytime like any of that comes on, like that just, that is my happy place, dude. I absolutely love it. Yeah. You love Nelson and Avril Lavigne and Avril Lavigne's not hair metal. Just Justin Timberlake. And he's not even close to hair metal. Come on now. No, th these are people you love. Oh, oh, yes. My love list. Yeah. Well, you're right on all those except for Avril Lavigne. That was your CD, not mine. It, it was, uh, I found it in the gutter. <laughs> I bought it off a homeless person who needed some money. I found it in the gutter after I bought it and threw it in a gutter and then said I found it in a gutter. <laughs> and then look what I found in the gutter <laughs> that I threw here. Yay. Bonus. Uh, Scott, have you picked up anything recently? Well, in the trend of it's still looking a lot like Christmas. Yes, I did. Uh-oh. So McFarlane, that son of a bitch, and, and went and released six figures from the Batman filmation cartoon which is very, very near and dear to my heart because it was a cartoon. I don't even know if you know this, Jeff. Uh, it was a cartoon done in the late 70s that featured the voices of Adam West and Burt Ward as Batman and Robin. Whoa, really? So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a live-action show. It was a cartoon, but they voiced the cartoon characters. It was okay. also the birthplace of, as far as I know it was the birthplace, unless he came from the comics first, of Batmite. Batmite was this little character that would like pop in and he'd cause mischief. And usually the episodes were spent by Batman and Robin fixing whatever Batmite had disturbed in the universe. Okay. Batmite was a little shit disturber essentially. <laughs> so I love this cartoon so much that I had my Mego toys at the time and I was begging mom, like I need a Batmite to go with my Batman and Robin. Now, mom is a collector at heart. Mom collects a lot of Disney stuff. I mean, a lot of Disney stuff. So mom would go to the toy stores. And of course, the employees don't know anything. But she's going up to all of them asking if they know if a Batmite figure is going to get released. Because little Scott wants a Batmite to go with his <laughs> Batman and Robin. With all of that said... One of the six figures in that set is Commissioner Gordon. And what is Commissioner Gordon's accessory, Jeff? Batmite? Batmite. How big is the Batmite? Like, is it like a Ant-Man? It's probably like three inches tall. 
Okay. Because I think these things are like five, six inch scales, something like that. So he's anywhere from two to three inches tall. Okay. So you can see how this evokes many, many nostalgia or many nostalgic memories going on and all these good feelings about collecting toys, watching the cartoons. So, of course, Scott of 2023 had to buy Scott of 1979, <laughs> all six figures, including Batmite. And in those six figures also, Jeff, is Riddler wearing pink. Hot pink. Like, hot pink. Why was Riddler wearing hot pink? That's how they colored him in the show. He was, instead of green, which we're all accustomed to with Riddler, like your WWE Slam shirt, Bushwhackers, green is what we're accustomed to for Riddler. They chose to color him hot pink. Wait, so that was in the cartoon? That Yes. Oh. It was it was different. Joker had a completely different look and I loved it. And they come McFarlane, that son of a bitch. He caught Joker's look perfectly. The Riddler looks perfect. Batman and Robin. Awesome. Batgirl, Commissioner Gordon, Batmite. Amazing uh, set of six figures. I, I had to get all six. Now, is there any place to watch this cartoon that came out in the 70s? I believe HBO Max has it. Okay. Under there. Yeah, because uh, HBO Max has, or I think it's called Max now. They've got the DC umbrella yeah. under them. So mm-hmm. all of the DC properties are under that umbrella, under HBO Max. And I believe that Batman Filmation cartoon is on Max. And it's it's ridiculous. And younger me, five, six-year-old me loved every single second of it. Now, what scale are these in? Are they like in elite scale? Or are they in like three and three quarters? Uh, the filmation figures? Yeah, the ones you just got. I believe they're like the superpower scales that he has. You know, the superpower figures he's been oh, doing? Oh, yeah. It might yeah, be yeah. a little bit taller. Like they're smaller than his uh, DC universe or multiverse, whatever it is he's calling it that he's doing. The one I'm buying also a ton of. Um, <laughs> they're smaller than those, but they're either the same size as superpowers or a little bit bigger. Okay. All right. Yeah. And they're awesome. I I literally adore the entire set of six, dude. I cannot wait to have them in hand. Now you got to get vehicles for them. Uh, if he releases them, guess what? <laughs> You're probably I'm buying those two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm buying those two. And again, I know I've been talking about getting it out of G.I. Joe, but like McFarland's getting awfully needy. And G.I. Joe may be where I need to cut bait, dude, to continue to fund the McFarland toys because he's killing it on the Batman line, dude. Killing it. You seem to be hooked on that Batman line. I love it. I love it. It's it's just the nostalgia that comes along with buying those toys, you know? Like I said, I sit here and tell a story about the Batman cartoon and all of the, the flood of memories it brings back, all these great memories, and then figures hit. Well, of course you're going to buy those figures because every time you see them on your shelf, it's going to jog those memories, right? Right. So I'll, I, I will pay for that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will continue. And McFarlane, you son of a bitch. So we'll get into this in the news, but uh, we need a live update. Yes, yes. It is the new Carrie Von Eric from Powertown. It just went up, what did you say, about 25 minutes ago, 35 minutes ago? Uh, right now, as as we speak, the Carrie Von Eric Diamond Edition has been live for an hour, and that figure is limited to 2,000 total. And it's still available. Well, thank you for asking. Let me grab my phone and check. Hold on one second. So the Diamond Collection Carrie Von Eric is from Powertown. It's basically the same Carrie Von Eric from the first series of Ultras. Yes, it's just in white. It's in white. It's so it's just get different gear. It's like the whole Simpsons episode where they're like, "Ooh, Malibu Stacy," but she's got a hat, that type of thing. Yes, it's very similar. So he, 
and he's got yeah it's white gear white jacket uh same belt but the white jacket has like an iron claw graphic on the back of it yes and then also on the left chest area it's got the same graphic but blown up on the back uh the figure right now jeff we're at 658 went on sale almost an hour ago is still available still available I mean, 2,000 figures, it's a $55 price tag. That's a premium format figure. If they sell out of these, that's a huge feather in Power Town's cap. And on top of that, the movie goes nationwide tomorrow, right? Yes, the timing of it is absolutely perfect. Well, now that I'm just talking, now that I mentioned that, maybe I should jump in on it just to. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. If the figure's available by the end of the show, I'm going to get it. Okay. Yeah, if it's there, I'm I'm jumping in. Okay. They also well, offer the four payments on it of like almost $14 per payment. If you don't want to spend the $55 in one shot, you could do four equal payments of $13.75. It's a streaming service. It, it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll only give you portions of carry though upon payment. <laughs> so like, like first payment, you get like his left leg. <laughs> well, if it's payment, you get his right arm. If it's four payments, you get the uh, lower torso, the torso. Then the limbs and then the head. There you go. Yeah. If you choose Klarna, it's a build a figure. <laughs> if you pay all in one shot, you will get it in the box with the title belt as well. All right. So we'll find out after the listener segment if Scott picks up Carrie Von Eric. Yeah. Edition. Yeah. That was kind of my tipping point is okay. I kind of want it because I didn't get you got the first carry. I did not. I'm it. I didn't necessarily miss out. I chose not to get him. The only one I got was Bruiser Brody. But then I saw this one and I'm like, okay, I really like that jacket. That's really cool. I love their belts. I think Powertown has done an outstanding job on their title belts. And this is very reminiscent of that world-class championship. So I was on the fence and I'm like, you know what? If by the end of the show tonight, it's still there, I'm buying it. If I miss out, I'm not going to be brokenhearted. But if it's there, I'm just going to get it. All right. So if you're buying it at the end of the show, I'm going to buy it at the end of the show too. You want to get mine? <laughs> I might as well save on shipping, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. What? No. Might as well just save on shipping, you know? No, 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 no. Don't, no. Don't, don't go do all that. Why not? It's be some coin off, you know? I don't know. Do they do, is it less shipping if you buy multiple? I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Anyways. We'll find out at the end of the show. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Uh, you want to hear a Jeff moment? I would love to. Oh, I did get one more thing. Remind me to tell you after you tell your Jeff moment. Actually, what'd you do? Uh, so I guess they're releasing more Ultimate Greatest Hits. Okay. So Charlotte has been re-released. So I pre-ordered Charlotte. Oh, from BBTS? Yes. Oh, I didn't know they were really releasing that one. Yeah, she's still available if you missed out. So you can head over to BBTS pre-order and when she comes in, she go to your pile of loot. That's one of my, that's one of the Ultimates I don't have. Oh, there, dude. Perfect. When you, yeah, when you're ordering carry, just open up another tab and boom, order Charlotte too. <laughs> Keep spending money there, brother. Yeah. It's um, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I did pick, or sorry, I did get in the Asylum All-Stars. Ah, same. Yes. I forgot I had ordered Buff Bagwell. I pop open the box expecting the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. And I got the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. Then I got another set of Road Warriors that I had forgotten about. You ordered two sets? I apparently ordered two sets, Scott. Then, <laughs> nice. I, right on top is uh, one of the figures. And I was like, wait, there's four boxes down below supporting this one figure. So there's five total. And I'm like, what's that one on top? And I look at it and so it was Buff Bagwell. I was like, oh shit, I ordered Buff Bagwell? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I so don't was this was this as Bob Ross would call a happy accident? Oh, dude, it's pretty cool, dude. Because you got yours in, right? Uh, I haven't opened them yet, yet, but yes, I did get mine. Oh, you kept them in the cardboard box? No, no, no. I I opened the cardboard box. Oh, oh. But oh. I didn't actually open the the box that the figures are in. Oh, okay. Because my George Steele and Roddy Piper are still in the cardboard box. Well, I actually opened mine up. I didn't open open them. I took it out of the card, the WWF shipping box, mm-hmm. and they're up on top of my uh, like above my TV where the shelf is. Okay, they're, yeah, they're sitting up there now, still in the box. But at some point, they will get open and put inside the detail one of these days. So, anyways, I have an extra buff bagwell. Well, actually, I should <laughs> well, say not extra. an extra. I have the buff bagwell, which I don't even remember ordering. Well, there's another name for your WCW shelf that we were talking about last week. <sighs> But he was Marcus Bagwell. He wasn't Buff Bagwell. And that falls into past NWO years. Like, I like to keep it NWA early, early WCW. No, I get it. I get it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's a WCW. Like, so you're Hollywood Hogan, Nash and Hall, okay. superstars, right? You put Buff as... Bagwell next to them. That's NWO. All right. I see what you're saying. I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. You've got enough to start doing a WCW shelf. All right. I see what you're saying. Because you got to figure Mattel still got the rights to do Luger. Because we're getting that SummerSlam '93 Luger, you yep. got to figure at some point they're going to do a Luger in the Superstars line. True, very true. And I don't think that they would do like a, a late '90s or a late '80s Luger. Mm-hmm. I think that they would more than likely do one very similar to the the Legends figure that they did. So that bodes well because then another one there, you know, you can put that one in the NWO shelf. And all right, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it works out, dude. It's okay. The, I, I would say this is definitely a happy accident. Speaking of superstars, uh, GBM sent me my pile of loot. Oh. Yeah, there was the CM Punk Supreme figure. There Love was it. Captain Lou superstars. There was Vader superstars. He also sent some cards that I appreciate. And thank you, GBM, for sending those over. I was not expecting those. Love GBM, dude. Such a great guy. Dude, he sent me a dual patch, Josh Allen and Jim Kelly. What? Yeah, dude. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So what these guys do on cards, and Mike the Cleaner can talk to this, but I guess the more it shows of the jersey, so it's not just like a plain for the Bills, it would be blue. Like there's nothing. Right. This actually has like a piece of the number. This has a piece of like something. Oh, it's the, got some color. It's got some color, like some stitching. Like it could be the stitching from his name. It could be a stitching from his number. That's awesome, dude. So that was on there. And then uh, they have a Kelly... Uh, uh, patch on there so dude it's a cool that's ass. cool so he sent that over so thank you gbm from the bottom of my heart man that's uh, and that's coming from a bills fan to you too yes from one bills fan to another i think that's great mm-hmm. holy crap i mean if anybody out there has a mattingly and jeter dual patch card that they want to send my way <laughs> i'm not gonna um, bitch about that dude so i saw an ebay because i was looking for christmas gifts for you i got your christmas gift but i didn't get you this unfortunately there was a dual patch auto Mattingly and judge Uh dual patch. Oh, with autographs though. Okay. You yeah. want to take a guess how much that was dual patch signed number to what? Uh, good question. I don't remember it being numbered. Okay. Um, Cause numbers usually increase the value. Correct. Uh, for something like that. I'm going to guess four to $500 higher. Whoa. This thing must've been numbered low 900. It was around there. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to add this to the cart. And then I saw the price. And I was like, oh, nope. 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 Oh, 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 no. Nope. And it's gone. <laughs> Holy crap. 
if energy drinks don't kill me, this will. Holy crap. <laughs> it's funny. I'm in a uh, a kiss group on speaking of kiss. I'm in a kiss group on Facebook. And one of the guys on there is selling his restored kiss pinball machine. Oh, like the authentic seventies version, completely like not necessarily gutted, but completely cleaned working condition, all the lights, all the bells and whistles, uh, $4,700 Ooh. to ship. It would be an extra 500. And that's actually not bad. I thought it was going to be more. Yeah. So for the, the nice price tag of 5,300 bucks, you can have it land at your doorstep. So and he's it, in South Carolina. In these Facebook groups, they will put up the most random of stuff. And I'm in a quite a few wrestling ones. I can't even count how many times people have put up the Royal Rumble pinball machine with Bret Hart. Oh yeah. What does that go for? Uh dude, I've seen that as low as two thousand and as high as thirty six hundred. Oh, okay. That's not too bad actually for a working pinball machine, mm-hmm. like fully functional. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I see that go up all the time. I'm like, oh, that'd be so cool. But like, where the hell am I to put that, dude? Um, Yeah, you got to figure getting it into your house would be kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Then yeah, once it's in, where do you put it? Yeah, when you and I leave California and build our houses on the compound. Our mega structure. Or like, to- on the tune compound. Yeah, dude, that's. Yeah, like the righteous gemstones. Yeah, exactly. You know that's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll have like a rec room that'll just be like detolves video games, pinball machines. Speaking of Detolfs, thank you for reminding me. The Detolfs are going out. Like there will be no more Detolfs after January. Like whatever's on the shelves at Ikea's will be gone. No more stock. They're not getting anything else in. They're going to this new one called, and we talked about this on the show quite a few. We did, yes. It was called the the Bladium or the Bladian or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, Bloodhaven. I don't know. Bloodhaven. <laughs> Bloodhaven. <laughs> sure. So, uh, but anyways, the difference between the two, and we talked about this on the show, the difference between the two is if you walk around your detolf, you can see everything from side to everything. You know, you you got a clear picture of your figures. Right. With this blading, there's a little piece in the corner that goes up along the side. So there's going to be a little blockage of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's got a border. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It is also a little bit smaller. It is cheaper in price though, but. That's going to be the difference between the Detolf and the Spladian or Bladium or whatever it is. Yeah. Any, anyways, after January, no more Detolfs. So make sure All if right. you, if you're, whatchamacallit has it, grab whatever stock you can. Yeah. Cause I need a, a black Detolf and I also need a white Detolf because I need one more for my room. And then we're putting a white to match Peyton's furniture in her room. We're putting one of the white Detolfs in her room. I uh, gotcha. Yep, because she's got those Monster High dolls that she wants to put in there. So, all right. I guess uh, this is forcing my hand to get to Ikea and buy some Detolfs. I might have to, dude. Because I know that the Emeryville one doesn't have it. Oh, they're gone at Emeryville? They're gone at Emeryville. Oh, damn. All right. Sacramento it is, I guess. Yeah, check Sacktown. All right. From the Bay Area to back down. (laughs) Thank you, Jeff. (laughs) Who was was that? That was Dre, right? Uh. It was a combination of Dr. Dre, Tupac, and oh my gosh, was it Snoop? Snoop, Ice Cube? Think so. Tupac for sure. We'll just say Tupac to be on the safe side. Okay. And Dr. Dre for sure. Remember on the Chappelle show when he was talking about Tupac? He made a song. <laughs> He's all the song, song was, was made in 94. The song was made in 94. <laughs> but he's singing about like current day stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle, that's not your wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> the song was made in 94. The song was made in 94. <laughs> and the and the DJ's all R.I.P. Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> Chappelle's looking around like, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, God damn it, dude. That was so good. I missed that show. Oh, my God. It was so good. It's timeless, man. Yeah. Yeah, Remember? it really is. Like, you could still watch it and laugh today. Oh, dude. Remember the uh, real world skit? Oh, my gosh. Nighty night. Keep your butthole tight. that's what i tell shannon every night before bed oh no (laughs) oh no it's very toit (laughs) toit toit like a tiger (laughs) all right let's get into the news we got quite a bit in here we're goofing off but i love it all right in the news jazzwares they showed us their unmatched series eight in the series is brody king he will be what they call the rare edition regular will have brody without a mask the rare edition will be Brody with a mask on. It's not any of those antlers or anything like that. It's just like a, it's like a mask that bikers wear type deal. Buddy Matthews comes with mask. Malachi Black, he's in a suit. Penta Oscuro, he'll come with the shovel. And the Luminaires figure is CM Punk. Now CM Punk will have a one of 5,000. The one of 5,000 is CM Punk in red. That's like young blonde haired CM Punk. Yeah. Did you see that figure, by the way? I did. All right, let's move on. Yeah, I don't have. Um, somebody said it looked like Chris Hero, and I'm like, I'm all here for a Chris Hero figure, but. Please, please, man. somebody make a Chris Hero figure so I can put it next to my Claudio figure. But man, I mean, uh... yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, we already got a Chris Hero. I know it was the Cassius Ono, but. Nobody's opening that figure because it's it's meant to be hung up on the wall and get signed one of these days. Well, don't forget, FTC also did a Chris Hero figure, but I'm just talking about the yes, CM. Yes, thank you. I'm talking about the CM Punk figure. Even the um, Buddy Matthews wasn't spot on. I mean, it was okay. And I guess maybe because Mattel set that bar of Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews figures of how good they could be. Yeah. I said this on TV Toy Cash. Jazzwares isn't doing favors for AEW figures. But then I say that and their Supreme figures are just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I'm telling you right now that CM Punk is making my top 10 for this. It's year. making mine as well. Spoiler yeah. alert. We're Oh, by the way, next week we're going to be doing our top 10 list. Then we'll also be doing predictions. And then on top of that, we will also, we will also be going back to see if our predictions were right from last year. Doubt it. Probably not. Jeff, remember when I said CM Punk would leave AEW? Or get fired and show up in WWE. Yeah, I do remember that. You said that you remember last year. That? I remember I when you yeah, I remember yep. when you said that last year. Yep. Now go back and prove me wrong. Somebody, please. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more downloads. That's how you do it, folks. <laughs> That's how you do it. Oh man. Let AI generate that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chat GPT, jump in there and fix that. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go over to Power Town. We talked about the Carrie Von Eric Diamond Collection. We'll find out if Scott and I are purchasing those. Oh, well, let's do a live update since we're talking about it. Let's do it. Are they still available? Yep, I can still add to cart. You can still add to cart. We're an hour and 15 past. I really want Power Town to sell out of these, dude. I'm like a big, big fan of Power Town. I think that they're doing an outstanding job. So I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that this does sell out for them. Man, that carry is so good. I'm looking at it right now. If you wanted, you'd buy it now. It's just that I'm on the fence with it. Like, I'm like, I really like it. But then part of me, because Breaker said it earlier, he wouldn't be surprised if Powertown has the rights to the entire Von Eric family. So I'm like, 
that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That that totally makes sense. So do you wait for that that Von Eric family pack to come out? Where you get David and Mike and Kevin and Carrie and Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, you know, it would be fantastic. And uh kudos to anybody that can name that boy band right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee if anybody knew who Brett Michaels was, they have a good shot of guessing that one. But the other big news that Powertown dropped on us this past week is that they are partnering up with TNA to make TNA action figures and accessories. This was released this past Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which one it was, but TNA Wrestling is returning to the action figure market through a long-term contract with Powertown Wrestling to produce collectible TNA action figures and accessories. It was jointly announced today. Presale orders for Series 1 will begin in March of 2024, and the figures will be shipped in August of 2024. Series 2 of the TNA Wrestling action figures from Powertown will be shipped in December of 2024. More information on who will be included in each of these series will be released in the next coming weeks. Do you think that they take the original lineup and put it into this one, or do you think they go all new names? Well, they're going to have to kind of... Honestly, I think they're going to split the lineups. So, I mean, you got to get your Mooses. You got to get your Eddie Edwards. You got to get your Alex Shelley, Jordan Grace, Deanna Peraza. You got to get them into the line. Yep. I would probably take a good long look at the Motor City Machine Guns, dude. Like, well, I still love Shelly and Saban. But their bread and butter would be trying to get as many people from the old TNA days under, I hate to call it Legends deal, but like a Legends deal. Yeah, like you're talking beer money, right? Beer? Uh, no, because Robert Roode's with WWE. You can't do that. Uh, Chris Park, a.k.a. Abyss, he's under a WWE. Uh, you could do AMW then. You can do AMW. You could try and go get Elix Skipper. I'm not sure what's going on with Christopher Daniels. You could try and get him. Last I heard, he was still with AEW, right? I, that I don't know. Okay. I haven't heard of that he's been wrestling on Collision or anything like that. But Well, Jazzwares has never made a figure of him. So, right. you know, you can never have too many or too, I, I guess, too many Christopher Daniels figures in your collection. Mm-hmm. So get him in the line. Yeah, that's... Hook him up to a Legends deal, Jeff. You're absolutely right. Skipper, Daniels, obviously can't do AJ Styles. Right. right? Um, can't do Kurt Angle. but And you can't do Christian. I'm trying to can't, think of guys that... Can't do Samoa Joe. Uh, yeah, you can't do Samoa Joe. Uh, Amazing Red. You could do Amazing Red. You could do Jerry Lynn, maybe. Oh, yeah, you could. You could do... Um, oh, man, I'm trying to do the Rolodex in my head. I know I'm forgetting a big name. Jeff Jarrett's with AEW. You can't do Jeff Jarrett. Right. But yeah, you've got enough guys there that you could start to do like Legends deals. Right. right? And you could also do Saban and Shelly as the Motor City Machine Guns. That would be Legends figures. Kind of like they uh, Jazzwares done with that CM Punk. Do something similar with Saban and Shelly where you put them in the Motor City Machine Guns. But yeah, it's I'm wondering what the price point's going to be on those, Jeff. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking probably around 30 starting. Uh, well, if they're going to be doing ultras, they're going to be doing, those will probably be around 40, 45. Did they specifically say they're ultras? No, they actually didn't, but they only do two styles. They only do the Remco styles and the, uh, ultras. Right, right. And I don't know what the price tag is yet on the Remcos. I haven't been announced yet. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a guessing game. Like what's, what's the articulation? What's the scale? What's, you know, what are the accessories? Lots of questions to be answered, but uh, I mean, we'll find out in a few months when they go for pre-order. Can't wait. Yeah. 
if they put up AMW, that's a must have. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm super happy that Powertown ended up with the TNA license. It made a lot of sense. Uh, and again, I I'm a huge fan of what Powertown is doing. The Remco love letters, I'm obviously going to be enamored with when they hit. That Tully and Magnum are just amazing. Uh, can't wait to see who else they announce in that line in the future. But with the job that they've done on those, the job they've done on their ultras, I'm super excited to see the figures that come out for TNA. I think TNA, because they said that those other ones weren't really up to snuff, I think they're going to be super pleased with what Power Town does with their line. Uh, we just got... Norm just texted me. He goes, Jeff, the carry's available. Let me know if you want to order together and save on shipping. Fourteen dollars <laughs> for one, seventeen for two. Hmm. How much is three? How much I'm is three? I'm gonna guess twenty. All right, I'm texting him right now. All right. Well, we may be getting this before the show's over. Yeah, the folks. show's not even done, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. What he's I... got three in his cart, right? He's putting three in his cart. Uh, well, he said fourteen for one, seventeen for two. I asked how much for three. I'm going to guess 20 because it seems to be going increments of $3. Okay, so we're an hour and 20 minutes past with apparently three in Norm's cart. Live update. Yes. Okay, he hasn't texted back just yet. So Still available, Jeff. All right. Uh, let's jump over to Mattel slash WWE. This is some Bray Wyatt news. Mike Rotundo was on a show this past week, and uh, he was on Wrestling Talk, I should say. So the big news that came out of this was WWE put Bray Wyatt on a legends contract. Proceeds go to his family. During an appearance on WrestleTalk, Wyndham's father, Mike Rotundo, discussed his late son. He noted that WWE put him on a legends contract and proceeds go to his family. It's been really hard. We miss him every day, Rotunda said. Growing up in the business, you always book stuff during the week because you are going to be wrestling on the weekends and TV. Wyndham and Jojo were supposed to get married yesterday. We miss Wyndham horribly every day. Wyndham was the first one that we would bring him on the road at six months old. They would come with me and stay on the road wherever I was wrestling. And it's so hard to wake up out of this nightmare and he's still not there. I have to give WWE credit. They've done awesome helping our family out with a lot of different stuff. They, meaning WWE, put Wyndham on a Legends contract. All precincts go to Wyndham as four children. Luckily, we have them. Mike Rotondo was also kind of following up on WWE support. They, meaning WWE, come out with a collection of memorabilia and shirts. I think they have more in the works. You can go to WWE shop and get all his stuff. Wyndham was one of the top merchandise selling guys they had for quite a while. This is really going to help because fans buy stuff and I'm sure they have more stuff planned down the road. Wait, what do you mean we buy stuff? We don't buy that much stuff. <laughs> yeah. As we've had full, what did you buy this past week? Oh, segments. yeah, that's true. Good, good point. <laughs> yeah. Remember the whole, it's starting to look a lot like Christmas. This is really going to help because fans buy stuff and I'm sure they have more stuff planned down the road. They put out a huge line of shirts. I'm not sure of all what they have coming out with and are doing, but people can search his name and that would really help the kids because they are not going to have their dad anymore. We are trying to set up trusts for them and have them taken care of. It's greatly appreciated by us. And WWE has been more than gracious in the stuff they have tried to help with. It's appreciated by our family. That's awesome. I mean, give us another reason to buy more Bray Wyatt slash Fiend stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, of course we were going to anyway, but now you can feel extra good about it too. I think that that's great. WWE stepped up to the plate and is going to help out the family. Yeah. So that's the latest on Bray Wyatt news. And he's under a WWE Legends contract. So that means more figures. That means more merchandise that we can purchase of uh, Wyndham slash Bray Wyatt. Yeah. More Fiend Ultimates, please. 
All right. Let's move over to some stuff that WWE.com put up today. WWE.com put up some WWE Mattel Elite Collection figures. Captain Lou will be in the Legends Series 22 line. Captain Lou, he'll have the Captain Lou infamous shirt where it was... God, that character drawing. I can't even I can't even explain it. It was just that iconic Captain Lou shirt. Oh, look at his LJN figure. Yeah, exactly. It's that. Because that's exactly where they went with this figure was LJN look. Yep. And I adore it. And they need to do managers in that Coliseum collection too. 100% agree. Captain Lou will also have a gold record and a blue vest. My guess is they didn't have a second figure to come with Captain Lou in the Coliseum collection. And that's why they put him into the Legends line instead. Um, You could put him with... Because we, we, I think we went down this road with LJNs when we were talking about, okay, who do you package? We want Captain Lou. Yeah. Who do you put with him? Because George Steele would have made the most sense, but he got put with Piper. So just saying, Davy Boy, and give Davy Boy the British Bulldogs look. Okay. I know you can't do Dynamite. I know, but... This is a good alternative to come with Davy Boy. Yeah. Um, hmm. I know. I know. I know. That's <laughs> LJN I... Torture Returns. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically, they've already done that. They've released Mattel has even done it. Warlord Without Barbarian. They've released. Yeah, they have. Yeah. The... And we already did get a Davy Boy with no dynamite. Exactly. So we got Michael Hayes with no Terry Gordy or Buddy Roberts or Jimmy Jam Garvin. Yeah. Or package Davy Boy or Captain Lou with Ozzy Osbourne, you know. Just make an Ozzy figure. Just make an Ozzy figure. You don't need the license for that. Dude, how cool would it be if their next San Diego Comic-Con was an ultimate Ozzy? (laughs) The ultimate sin edition. Boner, 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 boner. Boner, 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 boner. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be sick, but that's not going to happen, dude. They've done crazier things. British Bulldogs forever! (laughs) Goddamn Ozzy. <laughs> British Bulldog's going to win whether he wants to or not. <laughs> also part of Series 22, Ichiban Hogan. He will be the variant in this. The regular sunglasses, Japanese shirt, white boots, black knee pads. The variant will be everything except he will be coming with red knee pads and blue boots. Scott, you getting this Hogan figure? I think I'm going to pass on that one. How dare you? Eh, definitely Captain Lou, obviously. But okay. the Hogan, I don't know, man. Okay. I think I, I think that that one is going to be a pass for me. I have no attachments to that Hogan. That Hogan was really like before my time. Yeah. So I, uh, I think I'm good on Hogan figures. Like, I mean, obviously I'll buy more 80s Hogans, but that one I don't really have an attachment to. So I think I'm good. Okay. Now watch when it goes up for pre-order, I'm going to be like FOMO, click buy yeah. now. Exactly. You're going to go to Target and you'll be like, ah, crap, it's good. I'm going to get it. It's good. I got to get it. Muhammad Ali, he'll be in the boxing robe, white boxing trunks and black gloves. And the Sultan has a headdress and robe. I'm (laughs) The Sultan. Dude, Seth Phelps said it best. Mattel didn't need to go that hard on the Sultan figure, but they did. You know what? We love them for it. You know what? Seth could have just stopped at. Mattel didn't need to do a Sultan figure. That's, <laughs> and I would have been okay with Seth just stopping right there. I 100% agree with you that we didn't need a Sultan figure, right? <laughs> we didn't need that. Nobody actually enjoyed that character. No. Or even remotely a little bit like that character. Correct. 
But then Mattel comes out with a figure like this, and you're like, maybe I'm going to go watch The Rock and the Sultan from that <laughs> WrestleMania. God Dude, this figure... The figure it's is fantastic. So good. The figure is fantastic. I will. So good. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but uh, Sultan, I it's don't know. it's way better than it has any right being, and could end up on a top ten list next year. Watch, watch, dude. Who had that on their twenty twenty three card that we were going to see an amazing Sultan figure that would hit a top ten for twenty four? I'm going to be shocked if that Sultan figure winds up on anybody's top 10 next year i'll take that bet uh i'll I take think, that bet well now that i say it people are gonna be like oh well now i have to put it on there just to spite jeff i'm not taking <laughs> a i'm not laying down a bet people are gonna spite me uh, uh, no i even without that that figure is so good so way way better than it has any right being okay we've it's, gone it's incredible we've gone too long on the salt norm just texted me back <laughs> Oh, okay. So what's the verdict? Perfect timing, Norm. I wanted to get off the Sultan topic. $18.50 to ship three. He says I can order three. That's $6 per yes. for shipping, which saves us on shipping. Right. So we send okay. Norm 62 bucks each. Can you order three, please? Yep. And I have your information. I can send you my portion if you can send it over to Norm. Sunset heart hands. Heart eyes emoji. <laughs> Followed by eggplant emoji. <laughs> Baby, can you order three of these, please? <laughs> you were supposed to give out Norm's nickname on this show. Oh, okay. So sending money now. Eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> I sent them an eggplant emoji. All right. There needs to be a one gun emoji. Okay. So how much was it for the ship? So for three, it was six what? Uh, it should be 62 a pop. 62. Okay. So 62 times two, 124. 124. Well All done. Right. Wow. Let's hear for public schools, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know where that came. All right. So I, I apologize to the listeners. We broke our promise and we succumbed to FOMO. Okay. So 124. Another update since Norm just purchased. Watch you got the last three. Dude, that'd be hilarious. No, nah, you can still add to cart. Okay. Friends and family. Yes. Yes. I think we can trust Norm. Yes. Okay. And actually, if he has that Seth Rollins ultimate, I'll just bundle that money in with the Carrie Von Eric money. And also shown off on WWE.com, the ultimate edition Yokozuna, that's Target exclusive. He'll have a variant winged eagle title, Japanese robe, salt bucket. Variants will be red tights with that white gi belt. Which one are you getting? Or which one are you hoping to get? I'm hoping to get the red tights, the variant one. I think this is the second week in a row that I've said that i want a variant of something yeah normally you're like ah, i don't really care or you have Just... a preference towards the main release exactly interesting okay <laughs> i would take either but i think i like the main release better like you that like... traditional black and red yoko look when did he wear those red tights i remember him wearing the red tights with the white gi i just don't remember where he wore was it like on a, a monday night raw was it on i want to say it was a rumble or a wrestlemania maybe could have been his match with Hogan. I don't remember what he was wearing his match against Hogan. All right. I'm going to check my phone to verify. All What's right. your guess? It wasn't Rumble 93. It wasn't. I know it wasn't against Brett at WrestleMania 9. It could have been the Hogan match. Is that your final answer? Watch it be some superstars episode. 
some random yeah some random superstars but i remember him wearing it i just don't remember where he wore it because he also had the hasbro did that black with the white correct yep okay i'm gonna look it up I, okay. i'm gonna say the hogan match as well okay and i'm going to say that yokozuna was one of the best big man of all time i would agree with that i'm not saying he's the best i think that belongs to vader and bigelow like earlier career Yoko, not end of his career Yoko. Correct, correct. Okay, okay. So like pre-tag team championship with Owen Hart. Yes. Like his singles run Yoko. I would agree with you. He was so good, dude. He was so fast when he first got his singles run going. Yes. His power moves were just vicious. He'd almost caved in some dude's chest because he his feet slipped out from underneath him. Could you imagine being that guy watching that come at you? Oh, no, dude. Like, and this is how it ends. I'd be dead, dude. Okay, I'm only seeing one picture of that Yoko in the red tights with the white belt. Uh-huh. And it does look like it's from just a random... Superstars or Monday Night Raw? It, yeah. Okay, hold on. Somebody's saying it's the Royal Rumble 93? Because Royal Rumble 93 is where Macho Man did that ridiculous pin. No, Yoko was in white tights with the black belt. So t- I'm, I'm not sure where that look came from. It, it looks like it was a random... Like superstars taping. That's kind of where I thought he wore it. Yeah. And that's what it looks like to me. I mean, I'm hoping somebody has the information out there because our listeners are are on it. Um, but I I couldn't find it just so, in the brief amount of time looking right there. They are savants. Oh yeah, for sure. And we yeah. just have the best listeners in um in all of podcasts. And I do want to throw out a huge thank you to Steve Hoker, Jeff. Oh, of course. He sent yeah. me the most thoughtful gift. And I don't want to go into what it was. I don't uh, I don't want to sh- do all that. But He had a good deep V going. He shaved off his chest pubes all the way down to his ball fro. And he <laughs> sent you the leftovers. What a man. What a good guy. And I rolled him up and smoked him. Oh, now he's forever a part of my lungs. <laughs> I've never been so high. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get rid of the taste. But, oh, you know, geez. it was worth it, dude. Ugh. It sticks to the roof of my mouth. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the smell. No, he... Steve Hoker's such a great guy. No, I love him. And he sent me the most thoughtful gift. Uh, it's something that will be in my Kiss collection is what I'll hint at. It'll be in my Kiss collection forever and ever. And I can't thank Steve and his buddy enough. Uh, didn't need to do it, but they did. And it means the world. And it's just another example of why I love Steve Hoker and why he's such an amazing guy. And it's why we mention his tea public store every week because he just is good deed after good deed. He's one of the, the kindest souls out there. We love you, Steve kiss collection. So it's Paul Stanley's deep V hair going on from his <laughs> chest pubes down to his ball fro. <laughs> Paul Stanley would never shave that people. <laughs> uh, all right. That rounds out the news for this week. Scott, we got to get back into those ring giant figures. We do, but I have a question first. Yes. Was I having a fever dream or did Mattel sign the Dudleys to a Legends deal? You are not having a fever dream. That did happen, right? You are correct. Okay. So the Headbangers are signed to a Legends deal. I Dud- do remember that. Yes. Dudleys are signed to a Legends deal. Got it. Do you think that we're going to get a Dudleys Ultimate Tag Team set? Yes. I'm hoping given the sheer amount of titles that they were, that they were, that they won during their career. Yeah. A, what attire do you put them in? Because we already got the red and black camo Dudleys. Mm -hmm. Do you go traditional ECW? You go traditional ECW. 
Actually, you know what? Let me rewind. You For the regular elite line, you go traditional ECW. For the ultimate, you go camo gear. What color? I know we're so vanilla on the show and we say basically the same thing, but I always loved their blue camo. Like for Devon, he would wear the black top and it would say yes. 3D on the chest. Okay. Bubba would wear the blue camo up top, like a vest type deal. Okay, so for their ECW look elites elites you're, yep. you're saying overalls with the tie-dye yep or the ultimates you're saying the blue camo gear yep 100 percent. got it okay so if you're going ecw elites obviously each one comes with one ecw tag strap mm -hmm. for the ultimates do you do the various wwe tag, uh, tag team titles that they won yep in addition to the ecw belts you can. They've never done ECW tag belts. No. What better first team to put them on? But you know what? They did do the ECW heavyweight title. Yes. So they do. They may have access to those ECW titles. I would think so. But do you just do the different looking uh, WWE tag straps with them in the Ultimates? You could. Because you try to think of like accessories that would come with them and outside of like glasses. Yeah, because you could put the WCW tag titles with them when they won yes. and the WWE tag team straps with them. Did they ever win the coin looking ones? I don't recall if they ever beat new day for those. When they came back in 2015, 16, I, I thought that they did win the titles at one point, man, those tag titles just bounced around so much. I can't remember. They did, but I'm thinking like, because I'm hoping that the Steiners, when the ultimates come out, have the WCW and WWE tag titles with them. Yeah. And I'm thinking another celebrated tag team because I had to go up to Bubba Ray and tell him <laughs> lifelong LOD fan, but the Dudleys are the best team of all time. Now, granted, the Uso story has not been completed yet, so we can't have that conversation. We can't include them yet. Their story is still being written. The Dudley story is done. They, as of right now, and I hate to admit this, are the greatest tag team of all time. I think what better way to pay tribute than to release an ultimate set of the Dudleys and I 100% agree on the camo gear, Jeff. That's the right call. As long as you do their ECW look in an elite form with the ECW tag titles, I think what better way to honor them than to do an ultimate set with all of their tag titles that they won. To which Bubba quickly replied, if you want a picture, do it now, you Mark. <laughs> yeah, we might have been a little hammered. And honestly, I did not go, I swear, and you know me, I'm all about like running up and trying to get pictures. I was not trying to get a picture out of Bubba Ray. That was completely not my intention. I just wanted to tell him, dude, thank you for the years of entertainment. And I I hate admitting this because I love the LOD with my whole heart, but you guys are the best. The Dudleys, I think, are, are just unrivaled, dude. You can't, their body of work is just incredible. Best tag team of all time. After all that, we are going to get into the nostalgia segment right after this. Before we get into Ring Giant Series 2, what we want you guys to do is head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, you can go and type in the search bar Ring Giants. It will bring this up. Go down to Series, click on Series 2, and follow along as Scott reads off this list of Ring Giants. And that is all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. 
dot com. Dylan, Merry Christmas to you, by the way, man. Merry Christmas, dude. Scott, what you got for Ring Giant Series 2? Yes, sir. Jack's Ring Giant Series 2. Four figures again in the series, Jeff. Bautista in dark red trunks. Booker T in black trunks with red designs. Kurt Angle came with a gold metal accessory and had a blue soft goods singlet with a red A on the front. And last, Rick. Oh, my computer's talking. Windows Defender summary, Jeff. Oh, what it's had to interrupt the show with. Windows Defender. It's it's like the Captain America of Windows. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Windows Avenger has a shield. Right. <laughs> last in the series, certainly not least, the great Randy Orton. And Randy was in blue trunks. And Jeff, that rounds out Jack's Ring Giants Series 2. Randy Orton is one of those guys that like I didn't really appreciate. And up until his run, I guess, kind of pre-Riddle with Matt Riddle and now current day. So we're talking within the last two years. Yeah, around there. Because he's been gone, what, 18 months? Yeah, he was gone a long time. So I would say three, three, four years. Okay, so within the last three or four years. Man, if somebody has him on their Mount Rushmore or top favorite wrestlers of all time, I understand it now. Like before yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sick of Randy Orton. Nah, you're singing my song, dude. What song is that? Uh, Randy Orton is my sunshine. Oh, I thought it was a wigwam. All right. but <laughs> Well done. But anyways, I guess it's now I'm starting to really appreciate Orton. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. If somebody has him on a Mount Rushmore, even now, and his career's not even done yet, that's the crazy part. Uh, I can't argue. You just, and I've said this on Drunk Wrestling History before, like, watch him walk to the ring, and you could just see his posture, his body language, the expression on his face. He's been there. He's done that. He's a seasoned vet. He knows everything that's about to go down. If he's going to do a promo, he knows every single word, every single point that he wants to get across. He knows all of it, and he's going to deliver 100% of the time. And he's just, he is that dude. He is not only the legend killer, but he is a legend himself. And that's saying a lot considering his career's not done yet. But you look at how decorated he is in the WWE. And honestly, the, the trouble he got himself into when he first started out, young and dumb, right? But that's a triumph story because he dealt with that, faced his punishments, served his punishments, and came out of it one of the best of all time. And again, if somebody has him on their Mount Rushmore, and I can't say that it's that at some point before his story is done being told, he may end up on mine as well. I, I can't argue with anybody that has him on theirs right now. I agree with you 100%, Jeff. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say he was going to deliver the best promo. I mean, I've seen a couple of times where he's forgotten his lines from the script that they handed him. I've seen well, some. And yeah, he's, he's, I don't want to call him an old timer, Jeff, but he is definitely from that era where you could still wing it. You know, they'd give you your talking points and you'd go out and you'd, you'd deliver your promo. Like now it's all very scripted, but you could just see the confidence in him when he goes out. He knows what he's going to do. Yeah, You know, he's such a pro. And honestly, at this point in his career, I think he is the perfect gap filler for Roman Reigns to get from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania because Roman's got to have a title match at the Rumble. And I think Orton is the perfect, like, you know Orton's not going to win, but you know Orton's going to have a hell of a match. He'll almost win. Somet at some point in the match, you think, oh, this is it. Orton's got him. Reigns is going to keep the title, but he is the perfect opponent 
to to fill that gap for Roman in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Wouldn't surprise me if he got another title shot in between those two, but right. it he's the perfect guy to fill that gap. Yeah. Uh, now let's go back to Ring Giants. It's funny because when I looked at Batista and Orton, the only way I was able to, outside of the trunks, the only way I was able to tell them apart was because Orton was scaled down just a little bit to fit that body frame. Yeah. I don't want to say they were almost identical, but they were damn near identical. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The only thing that was different was Orton was in blue and just a little bit thinner and Batista was in red trunks or maroon trunks or whatever it is. Yeah. And I love that these had those cool facial expressions too. Yes. We've, we've always talked about that with the facial expression. Like they add a lot of character to the figure. Thank you for bringing that up. They, I agree with you 100% on that. All right. We got some eBay listings to go over. Uh, Batista and Run Trunks. There wasn't any figures to be sold on. There are some from other Ring Giant series. Okay, but none packaged, none loose. None packaged, none loose from Ring Giant series two. Okay. Booker T. Last sold eBay listing was November 26th. Seller wanted $49.99, but accepted $40. And that was on card. Well, on box. Okay, so about double what you paid at retail. Yep. Kurt Angle with gold medal. This one was loose. Seller wanted $25, but accepted $18. And this was on September 25th. And I found all these out through 130point.com to see what the seller accepted. Randy Orton, last sold eBay listing, was October 16th for $35 on card. Yeah, and I said it last week too, Jeff. These things really remind me of the Maximum Sweat line. <laughs> They're just like these overblown, beefed up figures. Yes. But instead of whatever scale that was, five inch, six inch scale, these are like a 20 inch scale. So it's just like an overblown Maximum Sweat. But could you imagine if they did legends in these like Bundy or Kamala oh. or Earthquake? the sheer girth of that figure inside that, like they would have had to special make a box for those. Dude. Could you imagine <laughs> that Bundy? That thing would have been like 25 pounds just for or even figure. like an Audrey, the giant. Yeah, exactly. Would have been outstanding. I would have loved if they have tackled legends in this. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like they did make a Hogan down the line, spoiler alert, but I would have loved it if they had started to do like Andre and, you know, like junkyard dog, you know, put a big old chain around his neck and that just would have been so awesome. But um, overall, I think these were cool. These, these were definitely eye catching for kids when they walked down the toy aisle. hundred percent. Uh, Scott, which one was your favorite by the way? Uh, definitely Booker T. Booker T was your favorite. Yeah. Love the Booker T figure. I love the angle, the soft goods singlet, the gold medal. That was great. But Booker T dude. Oh, I did like the Booker T one, but I'm going to say Kurt angle. Cause I just like the soft goods, uh, singlet on that. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That would be my, definitely my second. All right. That rounds out Ring Giant Series 2 in the nostalgia segment, but show's not over just yet. We do have a listener segment. Scott, are you ready for Justin Summers' question? Yes. Let's go talk to Justin. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers with my monthly question. So with it being Christmas and at the end of the year, I don't know if you guys have talked about it on this episode or maybe you're planning on talk about next week's episode, but I want to know what were some of your favorite pickups of 2023? Me personally didn't buy a ton of figures. So I'm going to go outside of that realm. For me, it was all music and 
everything that I'm about to talk about is stuff that I found in the wild. I mean, there is one thing I was looking for and found that I'm really happy about, and that is the Macho Man Randy Savage Be a Man on vinyl, the Record Store Day exclusive. All stores only got one copy, and I got my store's only copy. Crazy thing is, months later, more have popped up, so kind of raises some questions. I just think everybody was supposed to get a lot more and accidentally didn't. And much like that pickup, I think you guys will appreciate some of these other ones. One of which was three Mr. Rogers vinyl records. Wasn't looking for them. Just happened to be looking through soundtracks. Boom. Found two one day and then another one another. I know you guys love comedy as much as I do. And there's been one thing on my list that I wanted to pick up because, unfortunately, you can't stream this. And that is none other than Rodney Dangerfield, Rappin' Rodney. I found two copies of this, and I come to find out there was kind of two different versions. I say kind of. One was more of a single. It has the long version on one side and then an instrumental version on the other. It even says from the album, Rappin' Rodney, and then there's an actual quote album, which has like just three songs, but still found them both this year. Another great nostalgia piece for me, and it's something you can't stream. I'm guessing the dinosaurs weren't really big for you guys, you know, around the time that came out in your ages. But for me, I love the show. And growing up, I had a cassette tape called Dinosaurs Big Songs, and I happened to find it also randomly and last but not least and there, i have i have a handful of other ones but ones that i'll, I'll put here the last one might not mean as much to you guys and a lot of people one of my favorite thanksgiving traditions is listening to arlo guthrie's alice's restaurant but i ended up finding a copy of it on vinyl earlier this year autographed by arlo guthrie and sold at this store it was on their wall. It was, just, it was just sitting there all year. And I'm like, if it's there, November 1st, I'm buying it. And I did. It was only 50 bucks. So, yeah, those were some of my favorite physical media pickups. Want to know what were your favorite pickups of the year? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you two, as well as everybody else in the Fig Life community. And I'll chat with you guys next year. Love you. Justin, Merry Christmas to you. Love you too, man. Uh, some things that popped me this year that I picked up, one of the things that kind of surprised me and it's just happening within the past couple of months was that four pack of the 60th anniversary of WWE, the four figures of Becky Lynch, Austin, Rock, Hogan. I didn't expect to get that on my doorstep because I had forgot that I pre-ordered it. And when I got it, it wasn't the box that you're seeing on the shelves now. It was the actual 60th anniversary box that they had to pull off shelves yep so that one popped me big time um this one kind of frustrates me but i'm happy to have this stuff i'm happy to have all of the animaniacs and ren and stimpy super seven figures yeah (laughs) yeah why does that anger you a little bit jeff well it's bittersweet i'm happy that i have them but i wasn't expecting bbts to go oh by the way we're discounting every single super seven figure we have basically. Yeah. And here you go. So I was paying anywhere from 35 to 45 a figure and thought I was getting a steal until BBTS did what they did. Right. And put everything up for about 22 to 27 bucks. Yeah. It would have saved you a ton of money. 
dude. I, and I was just a month off. That's all it was, dude. I yeah. was a month off. Anyways, uh, there was one other thing. Oh, do you remember earlier this year, Scott purchased Haku in the LJN series from Steve Hoker? Oh, yes, that's right. And a Vince McMahon on card LJN. That's right. And because we can't find him, I think I know where he's at, but I'm not 100% sure. Tito Santana and Strikeforce gear. Oh, right. That was all purchased from Steve Hoker. So those are a few little things I've picked up this year that have really uh, brightened my day, to say the least. My number one has to be the Batman 89 Batmobile and Batman figure from that son of a bitch, Todd McFarlane, that keeps taking all my money. Well, he's he's not like coming up to you and taking your money. Well, he kind of is. But instead of holding a gun, he's holding pictures of these great looking figures. And I'm yeah. like, fine, take my money. Uh, between that and the the box set of the six Batman movie figures, mm-hmm. those are easily my top gets of the year. I mentioned the gift from Steve Hoker earlier. That is that is a clear number one to have that piece of Kiss memorabilia in my collection. We'll treasure it forever. But as far as like toy pickups, it's easily the Batman six figure movie six figure box set that it's just incredible. Displays amazing. And then that boxed Batmobile and Batman from the 1989 movie. Those are my big gets from the wrestling world. And this was just not even a month ago, right after Survivor Series. Literally the next day on WWE.com, getting that Randy Orton ultimate. And then as soon as I got home, racing to Walmart to pick up that CM Punk Supreme figure. Uh, By the way, we have breaking news. And that is? The LA Dodgers got Yamamoto. The Dodgers got him. $300 million. I Ugh. I hate baseball. I hate baseball right now. Ugh. I have like no interest in watching baseball now. Oh, oh, Otani handed them a cheat code. Yeah. Yeah, he is their game genie. Damn, I thought the Yankees had him, dude. I was hoping the Yankees would get him. Every time we record, something happens where the Dodgers get the player. Anyways, I hate baseball. <laughs> Don't worry. They'll lose in the first round of the playoffs. I would laugh hysterically if they do. So here's the thing. If they don't win, and I think I said this last week, they are the biggest losers in sports history. Mm-hmm. If they don't win the World Series, literally for the next 10 years, if they do not win the World Series, they are the biggest losers in sports history. Well, Dave Roberts will be fired if he doesn't get them a championship this year. His yeah, job's on the line done. this year. Yeah, yeah he's done. done. Like he's already on the hot seat. He's got like the best roster in baseball. Chris Dean's fuming at us right now. <laughs> I love baseball, but I absolutely hate it right now. It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, sorry to interrupt with that terrible news. I was hoping the Yankees would get Yamamoto. Me too. Anyways. Well, you guys need pitching too after Garrett Cole. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a huge draw. Like, especially considering they just gave away King for Soto. And he was going to be probably, I would guess, a number three starter at worst. Baseball doesn't stop for me. Sorry. Ever. Yeah, it's December. Like, baseball's been over for months now, and yeah, still love it. We I, love wrestling figures more, Jeff. We do. We do. Well, especially right now. I hate baseball. Yeah. <laughs> I do. So, so wrestling figures wins by just default. A default, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scott, anything else that you picked up this year that uh, it could be anything outside of wrestling? Um, I don't do physical media at all. Right. Um. So if you want to go, like, streaming media lucas found me a copy of kiss exposed (laughs) and put it on his because he shares out his plex server with me so he's got all these movies and stuff he shares out 
Right. And uh, so he has like a, a, a queue you can dump movies into and this thing will go out and find if it can, it'll go find those movies and download them. Yeah, it's 100 percent illegal. Um, but <laughs> I had put into his queue Kiss Exposed, which if you're not familiar with that, it's a uh, Kiss home video from 1987. And it is it's a, a blend of old Kiss and then all of their 80s music videos up to Asylum. Okay. It's outstanding. If you're even remotely a Kiss fan, you have to watch Exposed. It is so good. It is everything 80s Kiss, and I love it. Don't watch it with the kids. There's nudity and foul language, as you would expect. But that was my biggest, like in terms of media, being able to watch that again. Because I haven't watched that probably since like 1989. It's been easily... 30, 30 plus years since I've seen it. And like, as soon as I turned it on, like everything kept fl- or started flooding back into my brain. Like I remembered every single thing that was going to happen lines that were, cause I, I wore that tape out like Dave, big Dave. And I watched that every time I spent the night at his house, <laughs> because like I said, there was nudity. So of course, teenage Scott and teenage big Dave are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> boobs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like loving it you know, Betty and Roger go to bed or mom and dad go to bed. And we're like, yeah, let's put that on. And so, <laughs> you know, it was, it got ingrained in our brains and just being able to revisit that just a great memory for my teenage years. It was, it was amazing. So in terms of media, didn't pay for it. I would have, if I could have, but I wasn't going to pay eBay prices. Uh, was super happy to watch that again. Uh, yes, there are some horrors in this house. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yes, you'll enjoy the one foot deep pool. The horse, the horse seemed to enjoy him. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Beavis and Butthead things from the new seasons of uh, Paramount. Nice. Do, did you see that one? No. Where they were making fun of Cardi B's? I don't think so. What was the cartoon? What was the episode that uh, that video was in? Uh, it was, oh, it was, it was an episode where they were Old Man Beavis and Old Man Butthead, but I can't remember... I saw a couple of those. I can't remember the episode itself, but okay. you know, you know how they would play videos or TikToks and stuff. Yeah, and they, yeah. Well, they played Cardi B's uh, wet ass. Uh, wait, we oh, got WAP, 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 yes, WAP, yes. And uh, anyways, which they, by the way, in IT land is wireless access point. Yes. So, so they, there are occasions at work we get to say WAP, and we all have a good chuckle about it. <laughs> so, anyways, they uh, they made fun of the wireless access point video. Uh, Yes, dude, it's just comical that those first two seasons of Beavis and Butthead on Paramount Plus is just pure gold. (laughs) Nice. Oh, dude, you've got to see. I'm going to send that to you on YouTube. It was so goddamn funny. Please. please. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, Justin, thank you for your question. Uh, By the way, great pickup on the Rodney Dangerfield comedy tape. So huge fan of that right there. So anyways, Merry Christmas to you. Scott, next question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that bi-weekly question. Before I get into the question this week, boys, I just want to say I hope you're having a good holiday season and doing lots of fun stuff as well. No, the Dodgers are ruining my holiday season. <laughs> the Dodgers ruined Christmas. Yeah, the they did. Rich. F them. Anyways, if you could play today, how would you guys book a Christmas-themed episode of Raw using Mattel Elites and Basics? and many of the spinoff lines such as Ultimate Edition, Legends, and NXT TakeOver. I know that's a very limited selection I'm giving you guys, but I'm sure you'll figure something out. Also, 
there has to be at least two title matches on the card and a Miracle on 34th Street fight match. Hope you guys are drinking hot cocoa and in your PJs while you make this card. Actually, you know what? I'm in my Cookie Monster PJs while we're about to do this card. But you're not eating cookies because that's not on your diet. No, it's not. So we are going to make a Miracle on 34th Street match, but it won't be 34th Street in New York. It's going to be some random 34th Street in some podunk town. <laughs> it's Stockton, California. Is there a 34th Street in Stockton? I, I'd have to ask Tim. I'm not sure. Okay, if there in is. In the mean streets of Stockton. And, and, hey, it's the number nine most uh, dangerous city in the yes. U.S. Yes. <gasps> okay, so yeah. So it's at 34th Street in Stockton, California. <laughs> uh, so who do we put in that match? I'm thinking the monster Braun Strowman. Okay. And he could be wearing like a Santa outfit, but he's like evil Santa, like Santa with an X. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Xantax Claus. Xantax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we could go as first elite too. Like that big burly brawn with the big beard. All right. So it's a uh, 34th Street in some podunk towns such as Stockton, California. Yeah. Okay. So Braun takes on Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. And Andre is wearing Andre Ultimate. Oh, I like that. So you're looking like WrestleMania 3, Andre. Okay. So I like you got like mean brawn in a Santa outfit battling Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3. Okay. That's the that's the miracle on 34th Street in Stockton, California. Yep. All right. I like that. Exactly. Santa hat on a pole match. <laughs> Listen, Scott Russo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's no Buff Bagwell's mom, but, you know, what are you going to do? All right. So what I actually, I just came up with this. We're going to have a battle royal. Okay. And what we'll do is we have three Christmas presents. One has a world title shot. Okay. The other is an intercontinental title okay. uh, title shot. And three is the tag team title shot. So it's kind of like TNA's. Was it Feast or Fired or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you either get a title match or a pink slip. But nobody gets a pink slip. <clears throat> okay. Actually, yeah, it is Christmas. Nobody wants a pink slip at Christmas. Actually, if, if we're going to be Scrooge McDuck and there's going to be a pink slip, the first person eliminated from the Royal Rumble gets the pink slip. So you do. You said Royal Rumble. Are we doing like Royal Rumble style where somebody comes in or is it everybody in the ring at once Battle Royal? Yeah, I think we're going to do Battle Royal. Okay, got it. Um, Some participants in that one will be Razor Ramon. Okay. Uh, ultimate edition. Okay. These are all going to be ultimates. Oh, it's an ultimate battle royal. Ultimate battle royal. Okay. Uh, AJ Styles. Randy Orton ultimate. Uh, Roman is champion, so he won't be in it. I'm trying to think right. of some ultimate editions. Uh, Bret Hart will be in there. I like it. Rey Mysterio. Triple H. Triple H. Yeah, so basically if you're a guy and had an ultimate, you would be in the battle royal. Hollywood Hogan. The Fiend. Yeah, those guys would be in there. Okay. All right. All right. Bobby Lashley, Kurt Angle. I like it. I like it. So yeah, those uh those guys would be Eddie Guerrero. Those will all be in the battle royale. Perfect. All right. Mr. T. Yeah, let's throw Mr. T in there. Why not? Yeah, and he'll be the first one eliminated. <laughs> he gets fired. <laughs> oh Goodbye, no. Logan Paul. He's the first one eliminated. He gets fired. Oh, he gets the pink slip. Perfect. <sighs> Okay, so that is uh, what would we call that match? The you ultimate get... gift. Oh, there you go. The ultimate gift. I love it. I love it. 
And we need a title match for Roman. So Christmas themed title match. Ultimate Roman versus Ultimate Seth. Ah. Roman Roman's home alone. And you have Harry and uh the other guy try to catch Roman and set up and he sets up all these booby traps. Should we get Roman going across that zip line? Roman's on top of the Titantron and sends the paint can down and hits <laughs> oh Harry and Marv. Harry and Marv. Yeah. He's <laughs> dropping an iron on somebody's face. <laughs> Things of this nature. He sets up the what was it, Andre Dawson's starting lineup? Was it Andre Dawson? No. Michael did he set up a Michael Jordan? Might have been Mike Schmidt. Oh yeah, Jordan too. Yeah. Yeah, he set up some starting lineups along. Yeah, yeah, holding up that that flap, and he was shooting him with a BB gun. That little jerk. Yes. Okay. So no, I'm just kidding. So Roman has to face. Who does Roman face? Well, that's his title match. I'm thinking Seth Rollins. You do like a title versus title. Okay, but what do you call the match? It has to be Christmas themed. Or you could do um, Ultimate Roman versus Ultimate J, and you do it like the Ultimate Family Unification bout. Where like if Jay loses, he has to go back to the bloodline. Mm. But if he wins, he gets the title. You know, like bringing families together at Christmas. I see what you're doing. I like that. So we'll call that the uh, bringing the family together at Christmas. Yeah, like the the bloodline on a pole match. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Why does everything have to be on a pole? (laughs) I don't know. We do two out of three of the matches on this card. Oh, everybody has to be suspended up on a forklift. (laughs) Shark cage. Shark cage, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. Christmas Chaos. That's the name of the card. And it'll be your uh triple threat triple threat Christmas treat. I like triple threat. Triple threat threat. Triple threat Christmas tree. <laughs> By Traherne. <laughs> <laughs> Traherne's uh, triple threat Christmas treat. I love it. Who's Traherne, you ask? Never mind. Look on the Immaculate Grid. <laughs> no, Traherne was going to be dad's name. Wait, I thought that was. T- Wait, Traherne? Yeah. Our dad? Dad's- yeah, our dad's name is Keith, but his name was almost Traherne. Where the hell did they get that from? <laughs> I have no idea. Traherne. I have what baby name book were you reading where Traherne was an option? 1940s baby book. <laughs> Traherne is a great name. Yeah, let's just throw a bunch of letters together and see what name we get. Oh, look at that. Traherne. Oh my I guess god. That's how you pronounce it. So my middle name could have been Jeffrey Traherne. <laughs> Jeffrey Traherne. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jeffrey Traherne. I could I could say that I've never met a Traherne in my life. <laughs> ever. Ever. So dad's name would have been Traherne Warren. Oh, dad would have been legally changing that name. I know he would have. <laughs> dad lucked out. They went with Keith. <laughs> yeah. Then they're like, let's just settle on Keith. Traherne. I never knew that. Traherne. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. I that's... still laugh about that now. Like dad was almost Traherne. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a Christmas <laughs> miracle that he was not named Traherne. Oh my God. It was December 2nd, baby. So Christmas miracle. That is hilarious. (laughs) All right. That rounds up the show. JT, Merry Christmas to you, kind sir. And hopefully you're drinking hot cocoa and in your PJs as well. Also, we want you guys to check out Wrestling Toy Tracker. If you are in the hunt for any of the LJN Galoobs, Just Toys, Bendoms, Defining Moments, or Retros. 
and and Hasbro's, and you want to get a fair market value via the eBay's, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. They pull the three month average and then put it onto their site, and you can see what the average cost of those figures are. Again, that's over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history this week? Uh, let's see what. Oh my gosh, what episode drops? Terry Funk was last week. Uh, we had Terry. Oh, last. Okay, so no show. No show this week? Correct. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be just go back and pick a random episode, listen to it, and we'll have another one for you next week. I think we're going to be doing... We just did Rumble 98, so I believe that's going to be the show that comes out this coming Friday. Okay. And then we're getting ready to record. I believe it's next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to do a couple more episodes and so you'll have we'll have content in the hopper for you guys. But Royal Rumble 98 will be the next one. Uh, Twitter or the X is wrestling underscore drunk. You can find us wherever you find your other podcasts at because we're drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. By the way, Yamamoto's contract was 12 years, three hundred and twenty five million dollars. Oh, you got to take that because there's no way he's going to be effective past six. Largest pitcher deal in MLB history. Yeah, it's one of those things. Go back and look at biggest deals ever in pitcher history and tell me how many of those panned out. The answer, not many. Those are dangerous. Real dangerous because pitchers are fragile. Also, check out the Rumble Wheel, where, as I said, they were interviewed the gentleman that played Harley Race. Check that out this past week on the Rumble Wheel from the Iron Claw movie, I should say. Also, check out the TB Toycast this past week. Scott, you want to take a guess of what we talked about? Very small rocks. It was not very small rocks. It was the the paddle with the rubber band and the ball where you bounce it. No, it was not that. It was the etch sketch. It was that's actually a good one. I wonder if they've ever done the etch sketch. Small green army men. Uh no, never not any of those. Intertech squirt guns. Actually, I kind of forgot what we talked about. <laughs> I'm throwing a lot at you here. You are throwing a lot at me. Uh, we talked about, oh, the Double Dragon figures. Double Dragon had figures? Double Dragon had figures from Tyco. From Tyco? I don't remember that at all. What was year was that, 87? 90, 80. I, I can't remember the year. It was put out by Tyco. <laughs> Late 80s? Okay, so I would have been after, after like Double Dragon 2. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about those. Um, I remember you would get so pissed at me when we would play Double Dragon 2 because I sucked. Yeah, I didn't want you messing up my game. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I remember when we would play Contra, you'd be like, dude, I'm putting in the cheat code because you suck. And so <laughs> I know you're, extra lives, dude. you're going to eat up most of the lives. <laughs> yep. Yep. This sounds all, all accurate to me. So anyways, yes, we talked about Double Dragon Tycho figures. I remember. Nice. Well, I looked at them, but... I, re- I kind of remembered them on the KB shelves, but I don't, I, I, I remember just walking right past them. I'll have to go back. So were they any good? Cause I have to go back and look at them. I don't remember them at all. They're okay. I mean, okay. They, they had some cool vehicles, cool looking vehicles, but they had vehicles too. They had vehicles. Holy crap. I don't remember this at all, but they didn't. When I looked through the series, they didn't have that big dude that had the big bald head. Yeah. He was frightening. Oh dude. He was probably scary. too scary for children. Did he even have a name? Golga. Golga. No, it's not Golga. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember being mad at the first double dragon for the uh Nintendo. Uh-huh. Because you couldn't do two player on it. Correct. 
that was like the biggest draw for me was cool. Big Dave and I can sit down and play Double Dragon together. Had mom, I like begged mom, please, you get this for me. We got it at the video game store, the electronic store that was inside the ice creamery in Castro Valley. Mm -hmm. And got it home, popped it in, one player only. Yep. That was the equivalent of getting the Steel Cage game for the Sega CD with all these great tag teams and only being able to do single player. Yep. Awful. Awful. But we got Double Dragon 2, didn't we? And Double Dragon 2 did have the co-op. It did. And I remember you would get pissed at me because I wasn't very good at it. Uh, Right, right. I'd be like, go away, dude. Yeah. It's my hour. Get out of here. (laughs) Do you remember we had to do the hour thing? (laughs) Mom and dad were left with no choice. (laughs) Had they not implemented the hour, there would only be one of us doing the show because the other one would be dead. (laughs) By the way, the hour thing was Scott and I would play video games so much that we would fight over the system. So basically mom and dad had to implement... Scott got an hour, then I got an hour, and Scott got an hour, and I get an hour. Oh, and we timed that down to the second. To the second, dude. Yeah, we'd literally be standing at the door, like, waiting. Yeah. And, yep. dude, I remember I'd be in the middle of, like, a uh, football game or tech mobile or something, and you'd be like, scram, kid, your hour's up. And I'm like, I gotta finish this game. I don't care. Get out. And we were savage. <laughs> we hit the power button. Oh, dude. we And there was no save. You're just, like, screwed. Yeah, there was no middle of the game save or anything like that. You yep. were done for. We were Anyhow. horrible to each other. Oh, we were, dude. It's gotten a little better. A little bit. <laughs> a bit. Also, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast as well. They did a Christmas-themed episode this past week. Also, one of my favorite shows, The Stolen Gimmicks. You got Soda and Ethan over at In the Marvels Pod. Merry Christmas to you guys. Also, Joe and Jordan, Merry Christmas to you guys over at The Stolen Gimmicks. Brian over at the Legendary Figures Wrestling Figures Podcast. Can't wait to go back over there and talk about Season 2. Work the Arm Podcast with Jeff and Jamie. Pod subject to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras, 80s to current day. That's all over at the Pod Subject to Change. Ryan Buds is doing trivia with Buds every single day. A lot of fun with that as well. Merry Christmas, Ryan Buds. Chick Foley show with Seth, Sheena, Marco, and Jordan. Got RJ over at Ringside Rant. Boot to the face with Rucker and EJ. By the way, Rucker texted me today and he said, where the hell do you guys put all your stuff? And I was like, dude, you should see all the amount of cardboard that's built up in my front room. (laughs) Yeah, I've got stacks of figures in my room boxes with figures in them it's uh, i'm waiting for uh totes to go on sale after christmas they usually right right i'm scooping a bunch of those up i've got a mess to clean up yeah shannon and i went through the garage a couple weeks ago and yeah i filled up a couple more tubs (laughs) also check out pulling up the chair with tim and marty and sarah love wrestling scott roll call Yep, going to throw it out first to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, if you need custom Hasbros, Jason is your guy. Give his social media as a follow, The Art of Jason Wolf. He's also got Wolf's Custom Chop Shop, where he has his custom Hasbro figures. He does custom galoobs. Just name it, and he can probably do it. The guy's incredibly talented. Again, that's Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F on social media. Is the, the Art of Jason Wolf. And, of course, Jeff mentioned him earlier in the show. And then again... But I'm going to mention him again, the great Steve Hoker. Again, Steve, thank you so much for that thoughtful gift. I absolutely love it. But I want you guys to head over to his T Public store where you can find merch from some of your favorite podcasts and all proceeds go to a different charity every single month. So again, 
TeePublic, head over there, tpublic.com, search Starman and Jay in the store, check out his great merch. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. And Scott, that rounds out the show as my voice fades off to sight. <laughs> Here we go again. Every what? year. This is it's, like your uh, your Christmas story. It's my Christmas story sign off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. For those that don't know, I uh, messed up a line. I was trying to be very poetic about seven years ago and became an on-running joke. Anyways. Yep. No, we revisit it every year. And it's, every it's a Christmas year. classic. It is a Christmas classic. So Merry Christmas to you all. Scott, anything else? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone listening. Thank you so much for coming along on this ride with us over at Fully Posable. We love you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Big Legends 2016 and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 413. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.